We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello there. Hi. And welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. My name is Jen. And I am it. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. We're getting pretty good at this. We are indeed. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell people. <laughs> oh. We have viewers in the Twitches and we have Twitchy. It seems like we have a Kilrathi soldier on as well. Nice to nice. see you guys. Um, Lovely. So, how have you been, Aid? I've been pretty good. And yourself? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, still lots of work, uh, but we talked about that last time and you told me that that's not a lot of work, apparently. <laughs> that's, oh, what yeah, all, that's what all the Icelandic people do. It's just <laughs> us lazy <Yeah>. Danes. <laughs> no, we're. Uh, it's not a positive thing. No, I know. Oh, we got an Australian in the chat. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. What's on the Barbie? No. No, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll please shut. Trips. Let me, let me shut up in reverse there. Yeah, tropes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty good. I work and stuff and things, and I took a weekend trip to Poland. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Did you go to the the, the pinball museum? No, I didn't. Uh, didn't give myself time for that. We had yeah. like. Uh, Packed schedule of relaxing. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, that can be tough. It's, yeah, such, it's, it's such a nice place. It's very nice. I loved Warsaw. Mm, yeah. Uh, we went to a couple of museums, did some shopping, ate a lot, uh, drank more than usual. And then I went to <laughs> a very depressing place called Auschwitz. Yes. That is, that is sort of like a sad place. It, it was, the experience was immense. I recommend it. Even yeah. if you don't feel like it, then I recommend it even more. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, over the, roughly over the weekend, like a four day thing. Had a blast. Little shout out to my friend, Mase Parasek. For giving me pointers on what to do and where to go and what to see and where to eat. Um, nice. Yeah, that, so that's what I've been up to since uh, last we recorded. Fantastic. I've been in Stock. I've been in Stockholm for a meeting and oh. then I went home. That's my <laughs> excitement. Uh, okay. Did you at least get a T-shirt or something? No, they don't have T-shirts in Stockholm. It's too cold for that. All right. So you went to Stockholm and you didn't even get a lousy T-shirt. No, but maybe I, next time maybe I could get like a winter hat or something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Um, shall we get into the news? Is there any news? No. Nah. A little bit. A little bit. We got new points. Oh, yes. We did. Uh, and a little bit of new rules as well, though. That is somewhat yeah. underwhelming. Um, yeah. I think the most obvious thing on the new rules is like actually the tournament things that have changed and it's weird and it doesn't make any sense. So I hope it's just a mistake. Um, I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah. Then we got a little bit of errata for Battle of Yavin ahead of time. Um, so, I mean, I think it turned out that you remember when, when they were originally streamed, when they made the, the big Battle of Yavin dive in at the mini extravaganza they had like two separate streams where the first was like the reveal and the second one was the um was the gameplay and on the gameplay they had already fixed some things that were weird on the cards apparently <laughs> those things had made it into print so now they are rattling them two days before release but i mean oh yeah. that's 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 such bad form <laughs> yeah it is but again shit happens i mean Sure. How many erratas? I think it, I think it's just two. It's not that bad. It's like one of them was the I don't you know you remember there was an interceptor where it was like the ability was more or less unreadable and it was something about getting a target lock on the defender at a point in time where that didn't exist a defender or something like that. Oh. Um, okay. So it's oh. it's one of the sigmas. I'm just scrolling down, seeing if I can find it. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's an Aiden, and oh, no, I don't know. The Aiden interceptor, at least, has been eroded, and that was something about Dutch, and he was a lower initiative, or I don't. I don't actually okay. know what they routed from because I don't have those pictures handy. But so they're moving away from uh, like the uh, the mistakes in the articles and just going right into the <laughs> mistakes in the actual uh, product. Yeah, I mean, we did see a funny article error the other day where when they released news about. Oh, did we cover this? I don't think we covered this. We should cover this. Uh, there was a new article recently about okay. the Siege of Coruscant. We didn't talk about this, did we? Uh, let me see here. Um, X-Wing transmissions. Sure. Um, no, 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 no. No, that's not it. Okay, I don't know where it is because AMG and websites. Anyway, yeah. they had made a mistake there where uh, they had like, just like when they did the articles for, for Yavin, it was like, okay, Article 1, Rebels. And then we got some Rebel spoilers. Here they had like Article 1, Rebels. And then we had some Republic spoilers because they forgot to change the faction name. So it was a minor thing. But the article error right. wasn't the header. No, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome to the, to Thriller Squadron Radio where we're point out other people's mistakes yes we do and we will uh there's no changes to scenarios uh, right at least it seemed like it was the same pdf so i didn't bother actually opening it 
because it had the same like name. Yes. All right. Um, so uh, so yeah, and we will return to the points uh, sort of soon later. But first, yeah, I think we should do the Thule segment challenge. Do 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 do. So last time. I challenge you to tell us all about your love for the B-Wing and talk about yeah. why or why not it's competitive and how 2.5 has changed it and what would you do to make it playable without being broken. So what would you want AMG to do with it? And now we got the new points and spoilers, they didn't do anything. So, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll just go right in it, into it. Um... So I've loved the B-Wing for a long time. I loved it when it came out. It had awesome uh, pilots and it was chunky, beefy. And it was, you know, it isn't isn't fast, but it's very maneuverable in tight spaces, you know, with a 2K turn. And now it has like the one uh, Talon. Mm. Uh, So I've loved most things about the Beings since it released. And I've used it a lot. Nice. A lot. Um, and like all the things, I, I even uh, ran like four Bs and a Z way back when in 1.0. And all the way up to trying three named Beings into a tournament and uh, belly flopped hard. I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would. So you had your high points and low points with B-Wings. That's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Because you oh, also yeah. qualified to Worlds with B-Wings, right? Um, it had a B-Wing. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. I like the flexibility of it. Maybe it doesn't make sense because it really only does one thing. It shoots things. But with Rebel Synergy and Leia Crew, it can do some interesting things uh, with the stress mechanics and what what actually you end up uh, maneuvering after you reveal the dial. Um, I mean, uh, if you coordinate a like a action to it before it moves and end up linking it to a stress you know the k turn that you had dialed in is now a two forward white it keeps the stress and both tenom and braylon love the stress so you can kind of work in something on the fly without actually uh, taking a big penalty for it but uh you know there there are just tiny bit of nuances to the way you can play bewings which i really like it tickles my fancy nice um so um uh and currently you can only field bewings at five and six points all of them are five except Hera was six. So it's for me that's expensive when I'm looking at the field of things to field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, yeah, eight health behind one agility. I mean, you have to punch yeah. really hard to be worth yeah. five points of that. It would have to be something phenomenal, right? <clears throat> yeah. To make it work. Uh, it's too expensive. The, the loadout is okay, but it's not great. We got 12 to 18 points on the loadout. And for like, uh, yeah, for that chassis, 12 and 18 points, five squad points. It's just um, meh. You can kind of do something with them. Uh, put put some upgrades on it, but you can't really like beef them out and make them the powerhouse that you need for a 5.1 agility ship with 8 health. Uh, not for me, at least. Uh, so normally I would say increase the loadout to, uh, to counter the exorbitant squad cost, but... Uh, so, but, but like I said, there is enough on it to really do anything. So the extra loadout wouldn't net you anything great, except to you know, you know. Now I can take that, that what I want to take, and put on that certain kind of things for certain kind of instances. So it wouldn't do a lot for them. I guess it would mostly be like, okay, I can have torps now. Yeah. I can ha I can have the things I like, and then add torps. Yeah, and but I, I'm assuming that you know when you're talking about B wings, you're really talking about Braylon and Ten. Mostly, I have I have of course uh, Rangina as well. I haven't tried. Uh... Oh, what's his face? Net Netrim Pollard is that his face? Yeah, Name? yeah, yeah. The yeah. Br the briefly popular one that because he dropped down to four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was popular. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, the two best ones at five points at 10 and Braylon. Yeah. Hair is excellent, of course, like everybody knows. But six point for that chassis, it's, yeah, that's. You'd have to have some pretty impressive things to keep Hera alive for her to make sense at six points. Do you think um, Pollard would be broken at four? I mean, we have Colby at oh, four, and uh, spoilers, yeah, oh. soon we'll have other things at four on the X-Wing yeah. side, so... No, it wouldn't. I mean, um, basically, isn't a B-Wing and an X-Wing, isn't it, like, same, same? I mean... It, yeah, same... Depending on... Same kind of survivor, survivability if everything's yeah. going normal. Yeah, and punch, and it's just different. Yeah, different but same. Yeah. There's a mean for that, um, and even the uh, you know the the generic ones, their loadout points are six. Yeah. Yet yet still there are five. So that that's one of those things that doesn't make sense. Generics uh, never so, do. No. So those generics and the trim hollered could all of them be four points. And it wouldn't exactly, you know, break the game. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, uh, so do you, would, slot, Bra would Braylon and Braylon tend be worth it if you added, I don't know, ten dollar or something? I don't know if they. I would say worth it because five is still a lot of points for something. Yeah, I mean, if they, if I, if you could add points, that would give you something. To make him survive better, sure. 
but there really isn't. Like, I mean, you can buy a shield upgrade, I guess, but it doesn't really yeah, it's like one more health. Yeah, when you lose the B-Wing, it's normally overkill <laughs> anyway. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's got uh, diminutive returns on that one extra health. Um, the slot options on the B-Wing are decent. You know, you've got cannons, you got, uh, you got, you can put a bomb or a payload, double cannons, you got talents, you got torps, you got a mod slot, and then you have a sensor slot. Um, so you got pretty decent uh, choices, things to kit out your viewing. Um, but they would actually benefit quite greatly at least the two stress pilots would if you would give them the tech slot like you mentioned earlier yeah. today you know you can uh, give the Panaman Braylon uh, actions before they stress themselves in the pander pattern analyzer upgrade yeah uh that would would that break the game or would that just make them on par with Nianam <laughs> yeah I mean Nianam is five points so yeah, and, and he's, he's got he's I five, right? So he's very comparable to those guys. Give them uh, extra mods, yeah, or maneuverability. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could see that happening. Um, yeah, and there's a few of those. I mean, there could even be other things. Another thing I could see happening, especially if you gave them more loadout to help them give have more options. For spending their loadout would be to maybe add another talent slot to some of the pilots. Sure. Um, Those kind of tweaks are always like you can you can you can go with a list of slots and like uh yeah I would like that on this guy and that on this guy but um, I think the problem still squad points and yeah. how 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 easy it is to kill them yeah yeah but uh, i can hear the guys on the other end of this conversation going yeah no if i could count the times that i shot the b-wing five times i'm still alive or something like that yeah 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 and i mean of course that happens um sure but especially a guy like braylon that can reroll that damn green again yeah yeah I mean, I can also see that, but on, on that spectrum of things to happen, if you would be shooting a three die, three green die ship, having the same luck, you wouldn't even have touched it, you know? No, no, agreed. It's a completely different uh, spectrum of things. But yeah, the, the thing about B-Wings is that you, it might take a longer time than you anticipated to kill them, but you will kill them. Whereas with a free agility ship, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. if you'll ever kill them. Correct. Um, so, um, yeah. So, like I was saying, the the chassis is great, but it's vulnerable to any kind of concentrated fire. If you want to, you will kill it. Yeah, that's true. And the lower agility also means they're bad at carrying crates because yeah, if you roll you a crit, they're probably taking it. And yeah, um, yep, yep. 
And they are, exactly. And they are kind of weird in their maneuverability because they can be quite fast as long as they have to go straight, but but then it's yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, but being B wings, you probably have a stress on them, so you can't go that fast, <laughs> and you don't have access to the boosts. I, think, the I do think the, the free straight is still blue, right? Uh, whoa, asking the big question. Uh, yeah, the three blue is the three forward is blue, but the red forward. Yeah, the four forward is red. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Red four forward, yeah. and and the three bank is red. So, yeah, that is also. I mean, that's where you sort of look over it and say, like, okay, so you're saying a hawk is more maneuverable than this thing? Okay, nice. Yeah, it's it's kind of wonky, but <laughs> but historically, it hasn't really hampered it that much because it's a it's a tight space brawler, and that's one of the things that I actually like about the ship. Yeah, but I mean, and that should, in theory, at least, with our initial impressions about scenarios that should in theory make it work right because sure yeah things are tight uh and i think the the thing that is special about the b-wings or at least if we ignore everybody that is not 10 or Braylon, because i think honestly those are who we are optimizing for then yeah. um the rest of rebels are generally about making the other rebels better yeah Braylon and Ten ain't like that. I mean, apparently no. all the people with ego—that's the people who ended. I ended up flying a B-wing. Um, yeah, there, there, there are those rebel uh, pieces that are good standalone. Yeah, like um, the these two and which, I guess. Yeah. Well, Nora, or but that's defensively, but offensively, right? It's it's sort of like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that also means that I don't think. Maybe they don't ever find a place in the same list, but in a in a really synergistic rebel list, where they might you know where you might throw target locks around, for instance, then ten num might be really nice, and if you're throwing focuses around, then Braylon might be really nice, right? Yeah, sure, yeah, um, that's true. And especially if you can, <laughs> if you could get these B wings to a place where you somewhat consistently use the double tap that came with the with the new conflict from Hotshots and Aces, yeah. Then they can be truly fearsome. And yeah, they might still die very quickly, but they will they will die because you force your opponent to deal with the darn B wings. Sure, yeah. And don't get me started on the config because I have config and we when we uh, compare the tight defender uh, double tapping thing to the <laughs> to the viewing yeah uh, because, because uh, the defender shoot the cannons first oh it does and yeah defender uh, is like after you perform a cannon or a Torp attack. If you have a lock, you may perform a bonus primary attack against the target, and it doesn't have to spend the lock. So, yeah, that's but true. But the B wings have to like shoot, and then they can shoot a cannon. And to be able to do that, they have to spend the lock. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it's kind of meh. It's it's a really Bad config for most B-Wings except Braylon, because he can re-roll if he's stressed anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, a, a 10 with FCS is not too bad either. Yeah, but it doesn't have the target lock for the second attack. So FCS didn't help you there. Oh, but he could have, right? No, he spends the lock to shoot the second shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah. So, so you need he, you need extra passive mod things from other people. But of yeah. course it's hard to get two target locks on a B Wing. Maybe that's what they need. It's an R three Astromech slot. <laughs> no, no, because okay. it has to be the same attacker. Same okay, one. Yeah, really you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's true. This is tough. They could, however, yeah. uh, I don't think I would mind if they took away the bomb slot again. I mean, stop pretending B-Wings are bombers. Uh, actually, they had a bomb slot in uh, cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had a bomb slot in cannon. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> All okay. right. So, uh, I would... Oh my God tells me I would want to decrease the squad points, but it's just so hard to balance points in today's uh, build structure. And in the end, I think four point beings would be too much. Yeah. At least Braylon and uh, 10 at least. I think, I think Netrim with a reduced loadout, not 18 loadout, but a much reduced loadout, yeah, yeah. then Netrim could uh almost with a like a bare bones loadout. Yeah, Maybe sure. Take I mean, he, he could or... function in at four points, sure. He could That's... function and he's a fun little role player thing. Oh, it's just yeah, like a yeah. free dice brawler that you could put out there. So he could be there at four points. Uh for Braylon at ten, you I think you either massively increase their loadout or you just pop in that um that tech slot. Yeah, and I mean the B wing. That's where, is sort that's of where like I'm leaning, yeah. but it's still just a B wing at five points. So it's always like, uh, it's like you got like a I got like a mental block for it. Yeah, it's 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 just too many points. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I mean, all the rebel arcs are five points. Well, some of yeah. them are at least. Uh, I think all I think the U wings are five points, and the U wings are also eight health. They're, they just have doubled, doubled the agility. Yeah. And uh, I think it stems from uh, normally I would run B-Wings at low point cost. Uh, so less upgrades, not not a lot of builds in them. Just uh, run them normally yeah. and uh, kind of vanilla. So so having a beefy B-Wing is like, ah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why um, I'm, I'm thinking that they would probably be better off with with the current or slightly less loadout, but access to the tech slot. Oh, can you imagine Braylon just saying, oh, oh, I'm defending this point. Uh, okay, I'll just bump the enemy on purpose. Uh, yes, thank you. I'll take my red focus. I mean, the red focus action. Braylon is just laughing all the way to the store. Yeah, focus target lock all day long. <laughs> That's that's just it. It's it's such a yeah. It's what do you say? Uh, it is an oppressive ability. Yes, a little bit. I mean, no more oppressive than uh, Sunter getting, you know, focus even though it bumps on no, his ability. No, no. Now he gets, I mean, now he gets two if you want them. I th I think it's yeah. I think it's a fun fun little ship. Yeah, 
but I find myself at an impasse uh, for trying to think of something to run be with beings with because it's just so expensive. So I let myself dream a little bit, uh, and I read the Wikipedia uh, to for some in inspiration, and I found out that the B six prototype had a had a featured a composite beam laser weapon. Oh yeah, and, that's the one that already is a title for. Yeah, yeah, the prototype. Uh, it had a laser weapon that was good at damaging cruiser class targets. Yes. So it was built to take down big ships. So I was thinking, um, yeah, and it was like a laser, a composite beam laser weapon that would inflict heavy damage, uh, and that extra power, that extra punch, it would draw from the engines. So that'll leave them vulnerable uh, while using it. So I came up with a little upgrade mm. for the mod slot. B and I would call it something like B6 back composite beam laser mod. And it would read, while attacking, if the def defender's base size is larger than yours, uh, roll one extra attack die, then gain a strain token. So, would that completely break them? Okay, give it to me again. You roll one extra attack dice, then you'll get a, a strain token. Is that what you said? Yeah, while attacking, if the defender's base size is larger than yours, so medium and large ships, you roll an extra attack die. Yeah. And then you get a strain token afterwards. That would be kind of thematic for the B6. I mean, it would be like an upgrade that you can get from. Uh... I think if if that's where we are, then I actually think you would be. <laughs> would it just be crazy to take the current uh, B6 Blade Wing prototype that you know that is already there in your in your pack, and just open it to standard play? Add a gunner slot, adds a free red dice range two to four weapon. Attack right. requires target lock. Gain an iron <laughs> token to perform this attack. If it hits, the defender suffers one additional hit or crit damage for each matching uncancelled result after the first. Yeah. That's a little bit too epic y for me. Uh, <laughs> and you need to actually pack the epic, epic ruler for that. Um, yeah, true. It's just, it, it seems like that, first of all, this is a unique thing, which I think would help balance it, right? That you cannot bring yeah. like multiple B-Wings with this uh, with this title. So I think that's a good idea. But I think yeah. the the current, because that do, it does exist a normal version of the B6 Blade Wing prototype. But that's just like, at a gunner slot. Yeah, it was at gunner slot. That is the saddest of sad, right? Yeah. Because I don't really think there are any rebel gunners who are good on ships that don't have turrets. No. Like let's say Biston work and you could have Biston sitting out there in the in the pod says, Oh, if you're focused, you get to you no know, attack again. We're like, yeah. okay, I mean I'm Braylon, I'm all about that. I'll just not spend the focus on the first attack. 
Yeah. Double tap. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a really pathetic title because, like, who can wield it? It's Hera, I think. I think Is there I, anybody else? I think everybody can wield it. I don't think so. I mean, it's it just says no. you, you have to have a B-Wing. It costs one point, and it just no. adds a gunner slot, and that's it. No, no. I think it's not for all the B-Wings. But it is. I sent it to you on Messenger. It's the most uh, it's the most boring title ever. It basically says for one point you can gain a gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that. But not all the B wings have the slot four. Oh. So you're saying not all the B wings have a title slot? No. Let okay, that I'm, might I've got be this the case. Now. Hera has a title. Gina does not. And Braylon does not. Yeah. Only Hera has a Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of. But I mean, that could be that could be fixed really quickly. Oh yeah, sure. But um, it's the most useless title ever. Yeah, but and it, but it, it the, the thing is, it's useless to begin with. Yeah. They might as On well not have that. not have the card and just add uh just you know add a gunner slot to Hera, and say sure. that's it. It's <laughs> it's a pointless card. Um, uh, completely, uh, especially when you take into effect that the uh, <laughs> that the actual card is zero points. Yeah. So why not put it on Hera? Just, I mean, just Did put you know a slot on Hera. Actually, something like what you suggested, like either extra dice or something, could mm -hmm. could work. But then let's do it in the config slot. So you have to choose between that and the double tap config. Yeah, you sure, have, you would you do that. You have to choose, right? So you cannot both double tap and have extra powerful attacks, but... Eh, oh, I yeah, like that, ma idea. that makes sense. That makes sense. I like the Complete. idea. You have another config. Um, I also, in the wiki, there was a mention that they could coordinate attacks with multiple B-Wings. So I had another upgrade. Yeah. Idea. In the sensor slot upgrade, uh, sensor slot, coordinated advanced targeting system b-wing only thank you um before you activate you may pick a ship if another ship with the coordinated coordinated advanced targeting system has a lock on that ship you may acquire a lock on it so it's kind of like oh uh, it's sort of like a reverse targeting synchronizer you don't pass it on but instead you yeah. sort of pull it when you need it yeah yeah I don't know. You you can make it worth a few. I points. think there's something no. for the tech slot that works like that already, actually. So I mean, you could just make that. That sounds that sounds fine. Yeah. Um. So that's just my. I I'm I find myself just longing for the days where I could uh, run my rebel quirky squads. Um. Not being overcosted and stuff. Yeah. I think, I think the B-Wing is a fantastic looking ship that we need to see more. Oh, it's absolutely And the, absolutely and the model, so especially quirky. after they did the flippy flabbies, yeah. is also just fantastic. I love the it's red B-Wing. It's just, yeah. I don't like I seeing B-Wings across from me on the table, but that's a whole different matter, and that's more like a me problem. <laughs> sure. Okay. That was a, a good answer to the challenge, Aid. Thank you. I tried. That was great. Makes me want to fly some B-Wings. Sure.
true. Maybe I can find something that I like to fly that is also not competitive and we can we can play. <laughs> <laughs> In that took to off. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So that that means it's my time to challenge you. Yes. I you you're uh, you're into like uh, thinking about the meta and uh, comparing stuff and looking at stats, stuff like that. I would like to have an answer to this question here. Ooh, I like this already. Yeah. What is pound for pound best non-small ship in the game? Non-small. So medium or large. What is the best ship pound for pound in the game? I think I know the answer to the question. I think... uh, now let's just have pound for pound best large ship in the game. I think that makes much sense. Yeah, uh, because otherwise it's uh, fire spray. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be surprised. Uh, the best large base ship in the game, and I'm assuming we're looking sort of in the 2.6 meta, so the one that is ending with these new yeah. points. Yeah, sure. <coughs> okay. That's uh, that's that's interesting. I might uh, yeah. expound upon it and see if there's some some variables or best perfect yeah. faction or something. But uh, that... you have some creative licenses, but you know, yeah, uh, uh, it would be wonderful to get a definitive answer and why. Yes. Ooh, and why? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that means that there's part of it where I can't just you know. Look in the data. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you'll do good. I'm that's sure. a that's a great chance. Thank you. Um, shall we get into the new points then? Ooh, new points. New points. I'm thinking that last time when we talked about new points, what would we like to see? We sort of did them from strongest to weakest faction. At the time, <laughs> I don't. I haven't bothered to check if that has changed, but it probably hasn't. Oh, well, actually, it probably has. But I don't care. We'll do the same order. Um, so that is uh, best based on the September rankings. I mean, that hasn't changed. Sure. Um, so that means that once we talk about first, we should see the most nerfs. And uh, as we go down, we should see buffs, I guess. Or at least a lot less nerfs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I'm thinking we can sort of just, you know, Take a faction each, and then we can we can split up depending on what we feel for. I think right now it every other seems to fit, so I I should start though. So you get to talk about your lovely resistance. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's start with separatists. So what happened with separatists? So we got all the spoilers for Battle of Coruscant, which was I think surprising because we got all for battle of yavin we got all for battle of Coruscant. between those two release wise there should be hotshot naces too we didn't get that so it's a little weird that we got battle of Coruscant already but um there's a lot of Coruscant we haven't had spoiled yet so there's a lot we cannot talk about but basically sort of the, so i'm gonna go over them real quick like the tri fighters uh are four or five points in their standard versions 
uh, and all is currently four. So maybe they seem one of them is better. Uh, the hyenas are three points, uh, which is the same. No, some are, some of them are four now, uh, but that includes, I think, the most interesting one that we have had spoiled is DBS thirty two C, which has this weird ability, like when you get a calculate, you can jam or something, and you can get that with that ability plus plasma torpedoes for three points. That sounds like a decent buy. I don't think it's bonkers broken. I mean, considering that you can have, like, I don't know, Aaron Kraken and Rebels for three points with Plasma Torpedoes. So. Yeah, but Aaron is a set. That's true. This one is a hyena. It just has, like, five hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. So we're not going to comment. Continue. Great. Yeah. Uh, all the standardized vultures are two. That's probably fine. Uh, I don't think we have them spoiled yet. Um, we do have this. We have this new version of Dooku that is supposed to like Dooku at the height of his powers. So he doesn't have a lot of upgrades. Uh, he just have this roiling anger force regen ability, and then he has the crew ability as pilot ability. Uh, right. He's I five and he has malice and the scimitar title um, for six points. Versus the customized version is I three uh, has the weird Dooku action things and twenty four loadouts and that is seven points. So I think maybe this infiltrator Dooku is actually competitive. I don't know. I don't think it's broken though, but we'll see. We'll see. And then there's so few changes to the uh, to the uh, to the generics. So I've just sort of mentioned them under the factions that are most likely to be affected by them. In separatists, the only generic upgrades that probably affects them really is uh, that notorious, who both Django and Cat would like to fly with, um, have increased from two to five points. So that's what they've done with separatists. Um, so not really, apart from the new things, then it's really just Notorious that affects them. So yeah, we talked a little bit about maybe we should nerf Grievous, or I actually also think we talked about maybe we should just burn all people who say Roger to the ground. Uh, but that's because we don't like Separatists, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, um... at least they didn't make anything cheaper. Uh, they actually, what, they, they didn't change anything. No. They just gave us new points. They gave us points on the Siege of Coruscant uh, cards. Yeah. And then it. a couple of the Separatists are affected by the, the changes to... Um, to um, yeah. To Notorious uh, and I guess also to uh, the uh, Cluster Mines and Prox Mines. Some of the bombers like to fly around with those. They have both increased by two points. Sure. Um, right. Okay. My turn? My turn? Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I would have expected a little bit hit on resistance, or sorry, on separatists since they were the best, but no. Nah. Maybe they don't win enough. Yeah. Go ahead with uh, resistance. 
Yeah, that's that's a long, long segment because the only ship that got hit in the resistance was the, were the wirings. The three point wirings went to four points. Yes, and changed loadout on a few of them. Uh, all of them, pretty much, right? Uh, not all of them. I mean, uh, oh. yeah, the generics were untouched, and Shazazaro oh, is untouched in the loadouts, but increased in cost. That's true. Uh, um, so, yeah, and wartime loadout got a decrease, which makes sense because wartime loadouts, loadout was idiotically cost it a 10. Yeah, but the thing is, it didn't seem idiotic at the time, I think, because it was like, oh, you gained two shields. 10 points is yeah. probably not bad, but you just lost a very good pilot ability or a very good chassis ability. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's it for resistance, right? Yeah, I think, I mean, apart from... There are two of the cheap Y wings who got who got turned up from three to four, who uh, who didn't lose as much loadout as the others. I mean, everybody except those and the generics, but nobody flies the generics. I'm gonna ignore the generics existence. All yeah. the other Y wings lost five points of loadout, which perfectly yeah. compensates for wartime loadout being dropped by five points. So essentially, if you want to fly all the others in the wartime configuration, it's unchanged. It's the same. It is the same. And if you want to fly them without wartime, then you have five points less to deal with. It would uh, be interesting to look out how many actually instances of wartime loadout there is. Uh, probably not a lot. I can I can tell you very, very quickly. Um, yeah. But while we look that up, uh, boom, 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 upgrade. They did nothing to the A-wings, the very expensive A-wings. So no love for Navi. Uh, wartime loadout has 51 times played. Average percentile, 41.7%. Yeah, so nobody flies it and it sucks. It is uh, slightly, it is about twice as common as the TIE Defender Elite. Um, <laughs> What what is what can we compare it with? It is about the same as sensitive controls, which is like on a ship that nobody flies. Um, yeah. So yeah. to get a feeling for this number, it is about a third of the number of pivot wings on U wings that has been brought, um, right. or about a fifth of the number of bash titles on V wings. Yeah. So. So you you don't really decrease the points on it. The points that you have the same kind of they did nothing to help it. No. No no, but they were also a problem. Right. Uh, sure. Um <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, yeah, I I mean this is uh, this uh, faction is such a no news thing. Uh, I think we just move on. Yeah, I guess. I mean, um, they have to look elsewhere now because without the Y-Wings, then what are they going to stand on, right? 
Sure. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I mean, so I, I, I just, yeah. I think they, they should have buffed something in resistance because now it's an issue. Unless the overall so. power level have gone down, but as we just saw with separatists, the separatist power level has not gone down really. Nope. I mean, apart from a little bit of an upgrade thing, right? Resistance yeah. was second best. I would ver I would say that they're probably not going to stay second best. Uh, On the other hand, it. there has been a few resistance squads that have succeeded without having my wings in them. Uh, like Duncan Howard, right? He didn't have any Y wings. Um, when he flew Poray, something, something. Um, okay. Uh, yep. But there's still no fix for RC2s. That's what we talked about last time. There is no justice yep. for Sari. Uh, sorry about that, Nobby. Uh, okay. Uh, Empire. Uh, we got all the new pilots for Yavin, and they're coming out soon. And when we talked about those, I tried to look back in old show notes because I seem to remember we had an episode where we just went through like the whole thing, but apparently I was wrong um, and had written down like what what our predicted points value for them were. So in this, then we have the new standard Vader is at six points. That might be worrisome. Um, yep. I mean, he is not as good as X1 Vader. I don't doubt that. But is he a whole point worse? I don't know. Uh, the Aiden in the Interceptor is also six points. And I think we wanted her to be five. So I don't think we'll see her a lot. But maybe. Maybe we're just dumb people. Six is a lot. I mean, it is a very good ability, but it is just a four, a four, you know, a four hull ship. Yep. Then there's like four new Sigma interceptors. Uh, the one that Steppy doesn't believe existed at Yavin. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Steppy, I love you. Uh, they are all four points, which I believe is what we predicted. I think there's value in them. Uh, and then all the new TIE Fighters that came are either three or four points. Uh, and that includes uh, Dark Curse, who's I-6 and has a somewhat attractive ability. It includes Backstabber and Molar. Oh, Molar is actually three points. Yep, Dark Curse is four. I don't know if I want to pay four even for an I-6 TIE Fighter. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Backstabber and Mauler both get uh, extra dice if they are uh, next to Vader. Backstabber is four, Mauler is three. Yeah. So hmm, attractive. And that, I mean, you get some loadout on top of it. I don't remember the loadouts from the top of my head. And a new Wampa or standard Wampa is free. Yep. Uh, so that's it. Um, apart from that, the, on the custom pilot side, Wampa, the Jingos, and Valen Rudor were changed to three points, but given a little bit of loadout. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. So uh, 
they all gained they all went from two to three and then they yep. went all all of them got up to five loadout value uh and gained either a talent or a mod depending on what they didn't have um so yeah uh it is the end of getting six tie fighters no free tie fighters for six points or even four tie fighters for eight points yeah um and i feel like empire is maybe sort of in the same place as persistence in that they will now, now have they will now have to look elsewhere um yeah i think a lot of people were calling for item uh in the tie to be nerfed as well uh and i might have been one of them but i actually think that making it less attractive to bring tie fighters in is in a way a nerf to item because she's clearly best the more um, she's clearly better the more tie fighters you bring and the same with Hellrunner. Okay. If that made any sense at all. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Are you saying, is there any of these standard things that you see that we'll just, we'll just see? We talked a lot about this. Like, will we see the standard ships really take up a, a significant part of uh, competitive play? I mean, I think that Vader might. Know. Yeah, I mean, six points for a Vader is pretty sweet. I mean, it's still free force and free agility, right? So, right. For six points. Yeah, I think you, I think we'll see Vader. Yeah, I think maybe this Vader needs a fluffer, uh, sort of like what Wedge has in, 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 uh, which needs in, in rebels where you have a coordinator but i mean the empires right. still have the four point reapers for yeah. their exact purpose and they didn't change the points on them no they didn't touch anything on them on the other hand they also did not charge vader defender so maybe you'll just bring him instead um sure. but i think a lot of the people who who thought Vader Defender was not really what they wanted, they would rather want more ships. Mm -hmm. Then instead of going from 9 to 7, now they can go all the way down to 6. And incidentally, that's the cost of a TIE Fighter now. So eh, maybe it all works out in the end. Um, sure. Yeah. So. Cool. Yep. On to the first order, then. The first <clears throat> of orders. Yeah, and this is going to be a long segment, or not, because we have TIFO, Commander Malaris going, uh, having his upgrade points decreased. Yes, by one. By one. <laughs> but that is enough. And keeping keeping the uh, all of his slots, talent, talent, missile, attack, mod with four loadout points, and that is it for Ethel. Yeah, but that does mean that he cannot cluster missile, he cannot concussion missile. Yeah, 
And to be fair, they did change the points on the chaff. Yes. From four to, what was it, nine? Yeah. And they put that, up a cluster on Proxmind by two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Electro, yeah, they're nine points now. And clusters are seven and procs are eight. <laughs> Thank you. That that helps. So that's actually a change I can get behind. And, uh, you know, first order wasn't uh, in that bad of a place. When you no, look at performance. No, and, and I think it's really hard. I have a feeling that AMG has optimized for performance at the top. So if you look at what they nerfed, they nerfed the things that won things consistently. But yeah. uh, whereas this metric that we use, which is like the average performance across, it tends to tell more about what happens at the middle tables. Sure. And I think the FO list had, it had something that not everybody who flew it succeeded with it. Uh, sure. And a lot of people flew other FO lists or thought they made an improvement to it, but it was actually not an improvement. Um, but yeah. But I guess, I mean, what it does mean is that if you want, if you want to have the, um, the uh, what's it called? Uh, the skilled bombardier. Yeah. Who cost a few points. Then essentially you have to choose between chaff or a mine now. On the, that's fine. On the fumbers. And I think that's exactly yeah. what we wanted, right? Uh, you can probably still fit both if you're losing everything else, including the skilled bombardier. Then at least Grudge, who has 15 loadout, should be able to have like, I don't know. Can you fit clusters? How much are clusters these days? Uh, Probably can. You can fit. Uh, I'm looking. Oops. Clusters. Um, got it right here. Oh, there's seven. Okay, so yeah. the cheapest combination of a mine is cluster plus. Chaff, that is 16. That does not compute. He has 15. So Breach, Breach can do it. Breach can still do both, but he's a five-point bomber. So Yeah. Um, I still don't like it. I still Even don't like it either. I, I think the whole thing should just be like, you can, if you... If you repass in the system phase, you also you cannot drop a bomb in the system phase, or at least if you want to do both, the bomb goes down first, or the mine, or the device, or whatever. It has to go down yeah. first. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you know, then I guess you could repass after that. I that I really wouldn't care. Um, mm. It's bad enough that you can at all drop on people. So. Anyway, or I know how about just making a rule that if if you can only do one thing each ship, a system phase, or each ship can only do one thing each. You system can phase. activate one ability. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 
But I mean, oh yeah, sense doesn't work anymore. It used to be a thing with the editors. Like, I'll sense and then I'll decide which direction I'll barrel roll to boost them. That is technically doing two things, but hey, yeah. sense is banned, so who cares? Okay, and then the the poor, poor Republic who has done nothing wrong and who is at a perfect 50-50 performance-wise ran into the inevitable lot nerfing. Um, so the two lots that people actually fly, Hawk and to a much higher degree Hound, were both affected. Hawk stayed at five points, but went from 20 to 12 loadout. Um, which means you could, you can now you can still have like a you can still just bring Hawk and seven fleet gunner, but then there's not a lot left. Uh, yeah. Or you can bring Hound, who's now six points, and even though they raced into six, they still took away three points of loadout, and those three points are essential to to do some of the really six shenanigans that uh, that we see with Freebio and Corky Crease and seven fleet and all that yeah so um so yeah uh so that i think that was the most impactful uh changes to the republic uh to a slightly lesser degree r3 and r4 droid went up by one point um especially the r3 droids are popular on the v-wings uh, so that might affect a few builds especially for click or tarkin who tends to to run with r3 um, in other news, though, for the Siege of Coruscant, uh, there's not a lot of these ships are spoiled, but I mean, we do know what they are uh, and, and you know, what the chassis are. And two of the three arcs that are coming out, so that would be Wolfie and Jack, are only four points in their standardized version. So even if you rip out most of the upgrades on them, yeah, I think that would be really useful to have a four-point arc. Yeah, they're beefy as hell. Yeah, they are, and they take up a lot of space. They're good in assault, um, uh, and and they could just two of them for six points. No, for eight points. I mean. For eight points, yes. Oh God. That is uh, some Republic beef there, and it's the Ark is the only ship in, uh, in the Republic fleet that can like easily get well, apart from the Seven B Jedi, that can easily get that just have free dice, no questions asked. Oh, I guess the Gauntlet, but of the smaller fighters. Um, so that's one thing. The next thing is that all the free standard added twos. Uh, that are fully spoiled, so that is Shakti, Obi, and Annie, are one point less than their customizable version. Uh, they are mm. much, much lighter. Like if you look at them, yeah. they have like free upgrades, and the 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 regular uh, edits have like fifteen or more upgrade points. Um, yeah, fifteen, eighteen, and twenty. Yeah, but it does mean that we are looking at like a. Uh, Obi-Wan with a droid and a, a couple of upgrades in an edit to four, four points, free force, free agility. 
Uh, Anakin is five, uh, and Shakti is also only four. I seem to remember Shakti's yeah. new ability was really good. So, but but I think it only worked on the other the things that had this born for this, which is sort of uh, like the battle upgrade that the that those cheap cheap arcs have. Um, so that is absolutely interesting. Um, especially if we see if the result of all this is that the prox mind leaves the meta, then the other two will be super happy again. Uh, as long as sure. prox minds are in the meta, nobody wants to fly an other two. I mean, at, at least they shouldn't. Uh, the two spoiled V-Wings are also free points, which is the same as the custom versions. And the two torrents are free and four points. And the four pointer is Axe with Barrage Rockets. So, yeah, but it's a torrent at four points. It is a torrent at four points, but it does have Barrage Rockets. And a, yeah. and a situational useful ability with, like, if you bullseye something, then after you shoot, you a friend gets to get a target lock on it or something. Yeah, okay. I mean, would you rather take the <laughs> the two arcs at four points or take a torrent? I mean, let me put it this way. I could take two arcs and then I could take... Uh, this torrent with the barrage rockets, and then I could take Shakti and Obi Wan, and then I have a five yeah. ship list. Yep. Uh, with essentially five free dice guns and two aces. It's crazy. It's I don't know if it's crazy actually, but it's it's not it's not totally uninteresting at least. Okay. Um. I think Republic will also need to rethink a little bit, figure out how they deal with deal with Hound racing yeah. and cost, or whether they're going to say, yeah, all the token shenanigans was just a bonus, we'll just move to Hawk, and it was really the seven fleet gunner all along. Um, but once Siege of Coruscant comes out, I would think we see, I would be surprised if we don't see the, the arcs. Because the arc is not a ship that is heavily dependent on, on its upgrades. Um, it's 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 like a chassis ship, sort of like the B-Wing, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's, it is. It really is. Whereas I'm not sure if the other twos are going to be successful because that is a ship that is somewhat dependent on its upgrades. Yeah. Um, cool. Shall we go into Rebels? Let's go into Rebels. The second worst uh, performing faction on average. Yes. And so we got the uh, the Battle of Yavin Y-Wings standardized uh, cards at four, all of them. Yes. And that's kind of on par with the rest of the Y-Wings, which are mostly four except Nora. Yeah. Which is five, uh, so yeah, sure. But these all have turrets. These all have torpedoes, and some of them have some interesting abilities. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes them a little. I guess you could get Ivan and Horton at four with some decent loadouts, but yeah. 
otherwise. So they might be good. I think they're playable. Uh, perhaps even competitive, but I don't think they're broken. Yeah. Uh, without having, like, looking at all their abilities and things. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, what the hell were they thinking? Uh, the new YT1300 uh, Han Solo is seven points. Yes. Seven. Seven. So he gets a it's... discount. Yeah. Quite I... a hefty one. That's just a one-point discount, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. But that was like a really good card. Yeah, I mean, he does have a different pilot ability that is in some for some things it's better for other things yeah. it's maybe not yeah. uh, but I think his coordination ability in particular can really be useful in Rebels yeah. um, I think the biggest loss you get from flying standard solo versus custom solo in Rebels is that you cannot put that piston gunner on him and double tap Mm, yeah I, okay sure but i mean yeah, the I'm new okay. chewy thing where he's like i'll take uh what is it i'll take an evade and chewy will give me a focus i don't know yeah i think he uh he will at least be playable might yeah. be broken let's see yeah i mean uh, it's it's a coordinate after he shoots at i6 Yes, that's somewhat good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay. There's so many things here that that's like off the charts. Yeah, I mean, if somebody doesn't find some way to make this works work, I would be so surprised. I I agree. I mean, and especially you have so many things in in rebels who really want that. Yeah. We're like, oh, we are pretty good with get, getting single mods. Could we just, if we just can get to double mods, we can be really scary. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and to get that double mod after the I6 has shot, that'll be great. Yeah. Oh, he killed that guy? All right. I'll just coordinate uh, Wedge to uh, boost and shoot the, the other guy. Yeah. Or I'll coordinate Wedge's lock over there. Yeah. Um, okay. That's obviously broken. But we've got some news on T-65s. We got like five new uh, Battle of Yavin pilots. And new Biggs is five. New Garvin's four. And Jack is four. And new Luke is six. Yeah, new Luke is the same. Yeah, and new Reds is five. Yeah. I mean, so you can get a discount on Wedge. Um, you lose an initiative. The ability is slightly worse. You need to have a, you need to have a, one of your friendlies in your arc for the ability yeah. to trigger, which is not like that impossible, but it takes a little bit more setting up. But more importantly, he's only I five. Yeah, he's I five, and he's not as good in the late game. We're doing dogfighting. No, and he cannot boost. Yeah, cannot boost. That's correct. Well, he can boost, but only straight and only when going straight. 
Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I'm more worried yeah. about specifically Jack and Garvin, because I mean right now we have two somewhat useless four point X wings. Now we are getting a Garvin with an advanced proton torpedo, a regen droid, and hopeful. Uh, plus maybe a fourth thing for four points with Garvin's normal pilot ability. Yeah, that sounds. I think of all the things we've talked about, then I think that is the most broken, at least in Battle of Yavin. At four points, that is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think last time we talked about like that Garvin's current loadout value just about were the same as these uh, as these upgrade points or the standardized card, but normal Garvin is five. So yeah, so you're really just... you're really paying or you're paying one more point to get the flexibility to use these upgrade points differently. And sure. I mean, maybe you would because I mean, advanced protons are not proton torpedoes. They are not as good. That's true. But, but advanced proton torpedoes are really good. They are, especially if you have Han around to coordinate that lock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this is this kind of design makes sense in the Battle of Yavin uh, scenario. Yeah. Where you're fighting against the odds and and need spike damage, but I think this makes no sense in the uh, dogfighting or other scenarios. Yeah, I um, I tend to agree. I think yeah. I think those, I think Garvin and to a lesser degree, but still Jack is a problem. Especially because they also both come with Regen Droids, so these four points, like, I mean, there are situations where just like, oh, now I'm down to two hull. I'm just gonna take, you know, two turns out, and then I'll I'm back with yeah. two hull and two shields. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, and I mean, and and in Garvin's case, he doesn't even need to leave because he might still get shot at, and that will just give him a chance to throw the focus to somebody yeah, he's pretty good yeah so i think those two uh -huh. um jack and garvin are the most obvious winners there and then probably han solo in third place yeah oh god yeah yeah <laughs> And then I guess a soft nurse to call B again. He liked to fly with Notorious, I think, as the only thing in, in Rebels that really used it. No. Um, yeah, Scum, worst faction. Also, spoiler alert, uh, the faction that won Exegol. So, again, um, worst faction at the middle tables. Uh, no changes apart from technically notorious and the chaff for for the fire sprays, uh, but otherwise scum unchanged. Yep. Um, I do think what is really worth noting here is that 
apart from the wartime loadout, which was technically reduced in cost, but the, all the things that could take it, except two of them were, well, all the things that could take it were nerfed. So it is a net loss for them. But apart yep. from that, then every change they made is a cost increase. It's just all nerfs, no buffs. And I yeah. am there for it. I honestly <clears throat> am, because the other thing is just a power creep where that just keeps going. So sure. I think if we, we can, we've had all the fat years where we just reduced, reduced, reduced. Give me two years where everything that is a problem, we just cost it up. Yeah. And then sure. try I'm to find try to find balance that way, and I know it feels worse, but um, if I'm we fine don't, with that. yeah, if we don't want to end up, you know, in a in three or four years flying uh, six ships all loaded to the gills, uh, and it's just being, you know, like a how many dice can I throw at you, Warhammer kind of game, then I think that's what we need. Yeah, there needs to be choices and selections and downsides to things. Okay. Uh, so, uh, one thing. Yes. Aside from uh, separatists, do we have any two-point ships in the game? We do, we do. Uh, the Empire still has their two-point TIE Fighters, uh, the Black, the Obsidian, and the Academy. The Black and the Obsidian used to have loadout points. They don't anymore. Uh, we still have BB-8, I suppose, in the in the resistance. We mm -hmm. still have the uh, the explosive uh, escape craft in Scum. Um, oh yeah. And then uh, a couple of vultures. And I think that's it. That kind of bothers me a little bit, you know, that. The like uh, half of the factions have some, yeah, but I some mean, options. It's, it's the swarmy too. factions that have two point options. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, okay, Empire, I can get that. Okay, you maybe want to run the TIE Swarm. Uh, the exploded drone doesn't make any sense because oh, yeah, and it, I, don't I don't think, I don't think it should count. It shouldn't count. Yeah, if you uh, don't want to lose the points, you just keep them docked. Okay. Yeah. And I think BB-8 is an anomaly, an anomaly. I mean, it's just because, yeah. oh, we have this ship lying around. It is so bad that, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Here and you go. Two points. Honestly, I think they could also bucket in the fireball. Could also be two points. I don't think anybody would be bothered. He is. He does slam though, so uh, eh. maybe we don't want that. Um, yeah. All right. Whatever, just an afterthought. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to, for a long while, we called uh, this last meta, uh, in the beginning at least, we called it like, this is this is the second beta, this is beta two. Yeah. Now we've seen it play out. Uh, I have to admit that it it went better than I had expected when I saw the points last time. Um, and we got more variants in in the lists, and I mean, it's it it was a it was a lot better, and I think all in all, this is an improvement. I think there are still 
you know things that are sticking out that need to be hit down but the worst the worst offenders have been dealt with i think yeah um so so maybe we are this is the first sort of era where we can have an even more balanced 2.5 x-wing i think let's see i think they have uh, some power pieces they have yet to hit they have to hit next time yeah uh, yeah, I think uh, the I think there will be a lesson to be learned about the standardized pilots. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, if okay, if you think about the fire spray, and you've been kind of you've been nerfing or increasing the cost of some of the things that are on top of, isn't it? I expect the fire sprays to come back now. The fire sprays have never left. No, I mean even stronger, like dominate. I think uh, a lot of the fire sprays recently has actually been flying around with chaff missiles. So if they want to keep doing that, then they have less loadout. They don't need the chaff missiles. Eh. Yeah. Well. Ah. Oh, anyway. Oh. Anyway, we'll we'll see. But we'll I mean, yep. I I would say that in the beginning of any meta, then. If if your prediction for this meta is, I think fire sprays will be good, then you are more often than not you you will win. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just as a general rule. That's just how it works. I mean, Django's yeah. good. Who knew? Boba's good. Who knew? Um, actually, people are beginning to fly Boba, but uh, we'll uh, we'll get into that. Let's uh, let's look at Exegol. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go over to the. Uh, to the thing on Twitch that actually says the podcast is in progress and not that we will start soon. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I'm no, but it really it, it was a test for our viewers and uh, none of them noticed. So uh, or cared. Oh no, I'm just kidding here. Uh, let me just uh, let's see if this works. Yes, we have PBM up, and let's look at Exegol. We haven't done tournaments in a while. Uh, I think this one is too big to not talk about. Uh, this is, after all, the culmination of the Galactic Championship uh, by GSP. Yeah. Uh, so what do we see here? Well, um, boom, boom, boom. Empire, strongest representation. More than a quarter of the players brought Empire. That is more than twice as much as the next most common faction. Yeah, that's that's huge. That is insane. Uh, Empire also has the second best cut rate, uh, taking up almost half the cut. Or that's even huger because that uh, bigger or more big something because the most played factions usually don't rate that high in average performance. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, their average performance is also the second best. And again, we're talking about the biggest faction being at 64.7%. The average list size is almost six, so 5.9. Yeah. And the most popular pilots, ta-da, Jingos. Two point guys. 
so in 29 lists, we have 44 Django's. And 19 Wampus. And 19 Wampus. And we even have six Black Squadron Aces. Oh <laughs> my god. What else do yeah. we see here? Aiden, super popular, makes sense, but all the TIE Fighters flying away. Moff Gideon, finally getting the recognition he needs. Uh, 12 of those. Nine VCers. The Faroff didn't make it here, but that's just because it's this. Five TIE Defender, Vaders. Eight Gideon Hasks in the TIE Fighters. Six Monarchy Decimators. Six Valen Rudors. Yeah. It's Empire Strong. Um, And they have been sort of throughout ever since, like ever since the start of this meta. TIE Fighters Mm -hmm. have just... I mean, Rebels grew up in the beginning, and then they were wamped down as people started flying chaffs and swarms, really. Yeah. Uh, Empire was always there. The TIE Swarm was always there. Uh, or TIE Swarm plus things. Yeah. Uh, then we have a freeway tie for second most popular uh, between Scum, First Order, and Resistance. Of those... Uh, we had five of these, that's 14 players of each. Five First Order players made cut, three scums and one resistance. And uh, that also translates to uh, the average performance. First Order coming out with the best average performance of anyone in this with 69.2. Again, average list size 4.8, right on the, the cusp there. See Scum, who was worst overall. Apparently, when you take all the good players, and this is uh, most of the players you had to qualify to play, Scum works just fine. Right? They still get decent cut entry, but the average performance is bad. It's, yeah. it's so weird. Uh, and also, they buck the trend and only have an average list size of 3.6. If we look at what, what were the people flying in Scum, most popular being Kanan, Seven of those, that's half. Boba Fett in a little over a third of the lists. Iman also in a little over a third. Cat, Koska. <laughs> what is this? It's like Kanan at the most popular, then the next four are all fire sprays. Yeah. Who, it's like four different talking? fire sprays. Yeah. What does that tell us? That fire sprays are overpowered, but we knew that since wave one. Yeah, uh, then we go. see Rook Cast in the Gauntlet, who's finally grown up. I think might be the sort of pound for pound the best last base ship in the game. We'll see. That's um, 18 fire sprays and 14 lists. Yes, exactly. That's slightly over one, 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 one fire spray per average per scum list. Yeah. Why, why fire spray the faction? Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, they don't have a lot to work with, so I'll, I'll give them a pass. We even saw two Han, Scum Han Solos and two Tapusks in the Hawk. Oh, we gotta we got to remember to dig into those Tapusk lists because I don't know what they're doing. Uh, first Order, also 14 lists. 12 of them decided to bring Commander Malarus. Uh I think the two who didn't were wrong. Nine yeah, Grudges, think... nine Scorched, six Kylo Whispers, six Dreads, 
four quick draws. And quick draw did well in this tournament, so. Yeah. So I that's, think. Yeah. Three different kinds that, of SFs in top 10. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, best performing faction overall. Yes. 69.2. That is really strong. Also, best cut rate. Yeah. In the resistance, yeah. again, 14. 10 of them decided that Wilsa in the Y-Wing was great. 9 wanted Shasa. 9 wanted Finn in the pod. And 9 wanted Commander Poe. Yeah. Notice how Flyboy Poe is not even in the top 10. <laughs> wow. Then we have another Y-Wing. Ray. Just four Rays. Four BBs, four Cas, four Yerk, four two Chewbaccas. Oh, we have Steppy listening in. Oh. He just commented on uh, the frequency of which we say 69. <laughs> oh, yeah, funny number. Uh, uh, nice, I think, is the term that young people use. Uh, nice. Then we have Republic. Uh, just uh, slightly below those three with 13 players, uh, two of them making cut, just above average performance, 53%, 4.5 ship counts. So of the 13, 13 lists, we have 10 contrails, 10 hounds. Oh, so three people didn't bring hound. Hmm. Uh, seven CLT OBs, five, seven B Anakins. Oh, you know, if you take the first four, that seems like a list we know. Yeah. Uh, free clicks, free stops. Free stops. Oh, that's the C95. Two out of two OBs. Couple of Maces. A uh, couple of any CLT. And two Hawks. Oh, so if you add the Hawks to the Hounds, then one guy didn't bring a lot. I'm sure he didn't do well. Or is he the only one that did do well? Uh, maybe. No, I mean, not without a lot. This is lot the faction now. Um, the problem is you don't spam them. Separatists, 11 lists, uh, just one made cut. Again, also above average percentile. Almost every faction except the rebels were. Um, 4.5 ships, so not really swarmy numbers. Um, a couple of drones, oh. grievances, subjangos, a few cat banes. I count Dooku in an infiltrator. I know the guy who brought that. Um, and a Sam. And finally, at the bottom, with just 10 lists, 9.5% of all players. We have the Rebel Alliance. The saddest of times, but very varied lists. Uh, I mean, normally when we see 10 lists, we would expect to see like, oh, we might have, we might have just dropped for, from Twitch. Do you still hear me?
we normally have seen rebels with a lot of stuff uh and a lot of sort of looks and wedges here we have just four out of ten uh, bringing aaron kraken and or and luke as the most there popular. you go oh and you're back okay and we have a big hole uh i think i lost my internet yeah i wonder if twitch is back Twitch. Twitch. No. no, we're not live on Twitch. How can we not be live on Twitch? Because your internet dropped. No, but it's reconnection successfully says now. All right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, Twitch. I think we are back. Live now. There you live go. Live now. Okay. And we're back. Are you still recording? Yeah, I've been recording throughout. I've said all things about your mother and so. Oh, well, she's a nice lady, so sure. Okay. Why wouldn't you talk about her? Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, nice. Um... <laughs> oh, not back Friday. Anyway, uh, we're sort of back. Uh, when did I drop out? No, did I lose you again? I think I lost you again. Oh no. Twitch, do you hear me? Am I all alone? Did my internet drop again? This is the saddest of times. Yes. There we go. Okay. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's try again, and um, we'll uh, what do we do if uh, if we drop again? Do I just do I just finish, so we have something recorded, or do we do we just come on, Mister Cat? finish it another time are we online now on we're online on twitch again i want to know what love is uh, that's that's very nice of you do you hear me oh hello there you go oh i was i don't know why i fell off the stage um anyway so if we uh if we fail again, do we? Do I just finish the episode so we have something recorded, or, um, or do we try to finish it some other time where my internet is stable? Uh, just uh, I mean, we don't have a lot left. We just have uh, this and then shoutouts. So let's try for it. Yeah, let's try for it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, in conclusion, I don't know where the stream cut out. We have just had some internet issues here locally. Um. Yeah. In conclusion, Rebels suck, but
but they fly very different things. So uh, good, good on them. Uh, is there anything else we can say about the general statistics? Uh, seven ships performing Wait. really well. Okay, so you went through all of Rebel while you were <laughs> talking to yourself? I did a little bit, but they suck. Do you want to say something about Rebels? No, I just think it's amazing that uh, uh, in the top seven of pilots taken, we have two Zs at four and three apiece. Yeah. And I just think that says something about the faction. Uh, and I'm done. I think it says something about the faction that the most popular pilot is still only in 40% of the lists at a tournament of this level. Yeah. Right? That people are yeah. scrambling to try things in Rebels and just the fact that Rebels are the least played faction. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we have Aaron. We have Alexander Callers. Who? What? Yeah. Ben Ralph Blount. Uh, we have Dutch in a Y Wing. Jake. We have two people flying like... Jake. Yeah. Only <laughs> Jake and Luke. That's the like the only stable pieces. Yeah. In the top ten of uh, pilot stacking. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, if we look at this by list size, uh yeah. then we can see that if you bring seven ships. You have a 57% chance to make cut. There were okay. seven people who brought seven ships and four of them made cut. The average performance for seven ship list were 70.7%. Ah, oh, that's nice. And in general, in this meta, except for a slight downturn at six ships, then the more ships you brought, the better your average performance. Yeah. And the better your cut rate as well. Yeah, and it, and, uh, the average average list size is really bloated. Most of them are eking towards five. Yeah. And the average uh, throughout the factions. Yep. And um, yeah, it is. This is this is silly. Uh, initiative wise, uh, we had below fifty percent of list uh, of lists had a, an I six. That is. Uh, trending nicely downwards uh, oh. but still i5 i5 and i6 is where it's at for like 85 percent. so that's a lot of that yeah cool let's uh get into the fun times um let me start with the first top four here we have william hayes flying the first order with quick draw, elusive SCS pattern, proud shield, special forces gunner, a phasma, similar-ish, grudge in the sort of standard chaff, prox mine, elusive, skilled bombardier loadout, Malaris with the cluster missiles and marksmanship. Yeah. Wait, what? How can he afford both? I don't understand. What do you mean? Is this is this, this... this before the nerf? Yes, I do understand that, but he shouldn't be. Oh, clusters are only four. Wait, what? Does that mean that he can uh, still bring clusters? Uh, let me see. Let me see what I can see. 
Because yeah. then I want to take a lot of things back that I said earlier. Yes, he can still bring clusters. Oh, oh God. Man. So the nerf to Malaris has been that he can no longer has marksmanship. Okay, that was what put him over the top. No, Thank I you, didn't. AMG. Very oh. well done. Um, okay. And I, I didn't will... even call you on that. Okay. No, that was like, okay. 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 Um, I guess I guess that's uh, that's just dandy. Um, Malaris is still in play. Malaris is still very much in play. Uh, yeah. And uh, he uh, quite comfortably went through like most of his rounds. He had a single loss to a Ferov and... Oh, two Reavers and six ties list. Um, and, then he, <laughs> no. and, then, and then he lost to the eventual winner. I thought I lost you again. You had like a pause there. Yeah, I had to count. That was too many TIE Fighters. Okay, do you want to do the other top four? Sure. Sure. Let me see. That's uh, Jorge Castaneda or something. Fantastic. Uh, and he's flying Han Solo in the custom YT-1300 light freighter. Wow. What? I'm just saying wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and accompanying him, which is probably the backbones in the list, are the two fire sprays in Iman Cat Scarlet. And uh, Iman is having uh, chat missiles, the child, and thrust the title in prox mines. Cat is at markmanship, jamming beam, electro chaff, the mall, and Marauder, and VTG. Yeah. And and I, I, guess I like the build on, ha on Han, actually. Picture up Lando, Ahsoka, engine upgrade, and Tyler. Yeah. So all of them have force, right? Yeah. But since the both the fire sprays also have chaff, then it makes it a lot easier to trigger Han's silly ability with tons of dice. Yeah, yeah. And the combination of Lando and Ahsoka means that Han just takes a focus, and then if he only needs a single focus mod, he uses Lando to reroll dice. So, yeah, yeah. Who, who knew? Who knew? That is good. Yeah. And same thing. Win, 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 win. One loss. And... To some Tie Fighters. To some Tie Fighters. But only a seven uh, ship swarm this time. Yeah. So. Okay. In the number two spot shot and the runner-up, we have Steve Cotillo, um, flying double Desi, Morna and Oiken, a Reber, Visir, and a single lonely Jingoist. How does that fit? I mean, it's fine. Desi's Reaper and Jink. Oh, God. Yeah. So, okay. Mo Mona have Ruthless, Vader, Triple Zero, and BT1. Yep. Uh, Oiken has Ruthless, Death Troopers, Fifth Brother, and the Dauntless title. Yep. And then Visir has Captain Hark and Seven Sister. And the Jingo has a cloaking device, so it's probably an objective ship. And Captain Hark, for those who don't remember, is an Imperial crew 
with two charges that says after you fully execute a red maneuver, if you're not focused, you may spend one charge to gain a focus token. Yep. So that's pretty chassis on on a Reaper. Because they have a few red maneuvers. So mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of firepower. Really, really like this. Also, he only lost to Crispy, who is not the eventual winner, which is a big surprise to a lot of people. Uh, Crispy flying his standard FO chaff list. Uh, but he lost to him in round five. And then yeah. he didn't lose again until the final. And who is the final winner here? It's Cam Murray. Another scum Another scum list in, uh, in the fire spray in the red corner. Boba Fett with Fearless, Electro Chaff, Contraband, Marauder title, Ahsoka Tano, uh, uh, as crew and veteran, veteran tail gunner. And also in the red corner, we have Kane and Jarrus in the light freighter Hawk with Maul crew. And then we have Rook cast in the Gauntlet Fighter, Notorious, the Mandalorian, the Child, Veteran Tail Gunner, Dropseat Bay, and Contraband Cybernetics, and the Swivel Wing Convict. Yes. So All that, right. that Rook can yeah. just, you know, like fly around. Probably, if it's under any kind of fire, we'll just take the wide reinforce from the Mandalorian crew. Mm-hmm. And if you shoot at it, you trigger Notorious. So when Rook shoots back, uh, can use Rook's ability to take a strain. And then you get essentially Fearless. And you also have a reroll. And you have Force from the child the child yeah so you're maxing your damage every freaking turn at every single shot yeah and it's so hard to kill and that boba is so hard to kill this is a it's a long time ago since i saw boba win something yeah so that is messed up yeah and i don't even care <laughs> oh, it's, no, but it, it's so good. And he submarined. He lost one game to uh, to uh, oh, Hound and Free Aces, like his first yeah. game, and then he just won nine or something in a row. Nine in a row. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good for him. Very well done, Camera Team captain for Team Canada, if I remember correctly. Mm. So quite impressive. But we also had some good Nordic entries here. Uh, I mean, we had Flipster in the top eight, um, flying eight TIE Fighters. Is it eight TIE Fighters? It is eight TIE Fighters. Halron, Amola, Aiden, Gideon, Scourge, Ajingo, and Wampa. Oh, Jesus. Really, really nice. Uh, and Torbjorn, Toby C, Ostbo, top yeah. 16. Uh Desi, Desi, Jingo, Jingo. Yeah. And Wampa. Oh, there's a Wampa in there as well. 
Oh, yeah. there's a one band there. Of course there is. You wouldn't just do two desis, two two tie fighters. That would be weak. Missing two points. Yes. Exactly. <clears throat> so that is a nice a nice little representation. Yeah. What is happening here? Oh. There's something weird going on with the numbering in this tournament, I think. Oh, uh, really? I think maybe PBM is not too happy about people having negative scores. I don't know what. It's very weird. Uh, and then in 24th, uh, we got a friend of the show, Donald Williams. Very nice showing. Oh, Playing. and Captain yeah. Hark, the side slipping yeah. gauntlet. I don't think yeah. I've seen that one before. Captain Hart, Mob Gideon, Aiden, Gideon Haas, Jingo Jingo. So Hark and five TIE Fighters? One, two, yeah. three, four, five, yeah. And there were a lot of good people who didn't even like make cut. Like at 25, you have somebody like Doc Howe. Yeah. Um, Nicholas is Nicholas, 43rd. Nicholas didn't make cut. I mean, that has been a while. Um, it's a tough crowd. It's a yeah. tough crowd. Alex Morgan, right. Alex Mogensen, who won last year, didn't make cut, Mogensen. despite yeah. making the good call of bringing quick draw. Daniel Leon didn't make cut. I mean, there's a lot of people here. Paul Heaver didn't make cut. So, yeah. Congratulations to Cam. That's the closest thing we have to Worlds this year, right? Uh, I guess. Next year, however. Yeah. And it's already in March. Cool. Let's get into the shout-outs before I lose my connection again. And Let's. We, and we do even more work for the poor, poor editor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe send the time span stamps on uh, where to... Yeah, I've yeah. I've actually I was nice enough for him to actually edit that in while we when right. we dropped. So yeah, goody. Uh, so I can start. I want to shout out all the people going to the Nordic Nationals in Utebor in about a week. A week now? Yeah. Wow, are you coming, Aid? Uh, you're, you're not coming. No, I'm not coming. No, I know. I think I just have to call it. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, but yeah, and then uh, a little extra shout out to uh, mm. to Nobby. Thank you, Steppy. He just added, that's what she said. Oh, God. Thank you, Steppy. We miss you so much. Yes, we do. All right, so you're done. I'll go with... Uh, I have a call out for somebody nobody knows, Swate, for being uh, sunscreen for my research on the viewing uh, uh, segment. And then I'll shout out Jesper. And you hear me. Oh, wait. A wild Stebby uh, has appeared. Yeah. Yes, I'm just turning you up, Stebby. Okay, well, this isn't my regular podcast microphone. This is actually my uh, <clears throat> singing recording microphone because that, that's the only one that I have hooked up at the moment. 
Okay, does that mean you want to sing for us? Well, you can sing the yeah. outro with us. Oh, Devs, just want to roll the highs. Uh, oh, Devs. Oh, yes, Actually, is, they don't, is... because everything seems to be double modded now, so the dice doesn't matter. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess we still roll yeah. them. Bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is the mic in which I sang that uh, song. So if, if you don't like it, you can blame the mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, and certainly it's the mic that's the problem. You're right. Uh, if you don't like it, tough shit. Yeah, you don't like it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's so nice to have you on. Uh, where I'm gonna crash any minute, we all yep. know it. Yep. Yeah, so let's finish this bitch up. Let's do that. Bye, 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 goodbye. Okay, I don't know. I think I lost the internet, but I am recording. So in the final version of this podcast, you will, you know, hear this, I guess. Unless I make the editor cut it out, but let's face reality, we're not gonna.